business, religion, politics. What's your area of influence? What's your mountain? Join us as Pastor Gabriel Allen Powell continues the Take a Mountain series. We hope you enjoy this message. What you're doing, your plan for your life, what you have planned, write the vision, make it plan. That's probably the only thing that people know about the Bible. Write the vision, make it plan, and you think that's a dream. I'm going to write down my dreams. You have a little journey, you date, you have your life plan. Matter of fact, you can't even be a member of this church if you don't have a what? Life plan. Yeah. You have to have a life plan, and that's, 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 that's fine and well. But I want you to understand this, that the life plan it shows God that I don't want to live haphazardly. It does not necessarily mean that that's God's plan. Understand this, that the desires that you have in your heart, hear me carefully, that the desires, your dreams, your goals, and your ambitions, many are the plans of a man. So all of us have dreams, goals, and ambitions. All of us have plans for our lives. All of us feel as if we should be here by now. All of us feel as if we should be further along than we are by now. And a lot of us are, we're unhappy because we planned it. You are living under an expectation that you planned. Now watch this. Here's the dilemma about you planning it. You don't have an original thought. Everything that you have planned comes from some type of influence. It's going to get wild in a minute. Everything that you plan, it comes from some type of influence, meaning this, you saw a friend, you saw a cousin, you were exposed to something, and you said, oh, I could do that. So now, 90% of our lives, all right, watch this, somebody told you, hear me carefully, this is why most of us, we are in, we have, we have an education, 90% of this church, you have some type of formal education, God bless you. But most of us, we go to college, and we take up something. This is, this is the language of African Americans in the South. What you taking up? What you taking up? Watch this. Most of you have degrees that's not in your heart. You took it up because you left home. Someone told you that this is where the money is. That most of us are following in the footsteps of some type of influence. Your dad was this, so you automatically think that you're supposed to do this. Your mama told you that it's a lot of money in this, or your friend told you this. And so watch this. You get to your freshman year in college, and now you change your major three or four times because you're confused. It's not that you're confused. That Watch this. God people do, godly people, we do not respond well to where God's definition does not resonate. I'll say that again another way. We resist the definition of other people, even though we agree to it there's something in our spirit that says this is not who my daddy said I was so now you change your major three or four times it's not that you don't know what you want to do it's that you don't know who you are can I preach a little bit So many other plans of a man. All of us have dreams. You dream that you're going to have a book. You, have, you dream that you're going to have an own company. Watch this. You have to understand, me and Elder Victoria were talking about this a couple of days ago, that you don't even understand that the fact that you think you are an entrepreneur, you're just being influenced by a wave of influence that's hit the world. You're not really a business person. This, watch this. The truth of the matter is 50% of us, we, we should not be in business. You don't even know how to clean your room. How would you know how to clean a shop? 
watch this. All of us are entrepreneurs because we come, we are in, we, we are in, we've entered a wave of influence. What was the wave that we were talking about, uh, Tori? What was the, what was the previous wave? It was, what wave did we talk about? It was, oh, there it is. Watch this. Watch this. You all remember when the purpose-driven life came out? Well, then everyone started pursuing purpose. You don't hear anybody talking about purpose now. Preaching real good. Watch this. That most people, when they started pursuing their purpose, they left the church. They didn't come to Sunday service because they had to go and do their workshop. They had to go and do their conference. They, they, were on, they were on program at another church. And when your pastor told you you don't need to go, you said somebody's trying to hold me back. And so now we are in a new wave called entrepreneurship. So everybody in the room coming up with their own little business. You don't even know how to, you don't even know how to clean the greens before you ball them. Why would you open? Open up a restaurant. About 10 people say, I didn't know you had to clean them. So watch this. So hear me carefully. Entrepreneurship is a wave. It is coming to an end. You know how it's going to come to an end? Because inconsistent people in their DNA will eventually realize that I don't have the emotional fortitude. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. I don't have the emotional fortitude to go through the process of having my own business. Do you understand before you start signing up with your little stuff, do you understand that most businesses close within the first three years of their existence? And watch this. That means this. That means year one is going to be hard. Year two is going to be hard. Year three is going to look like it's about to end. Let me just shout for a little bit. Most churches close down in the first two. Look at your neighbor and say, we're about to enter into the fourth year. That means we're supposed to be here. So watch this. I feel my help now. Watch this. Watch this. So it's a way. It's an ideology. Can I go a little further? That you're also under an ideology of what the old folks said. They called it shaking. Thou shalt not shake. What shaking is, shacking, what shacking is is when you move in with a person that you're with without what? Being mad. <gasps> really? Yes. That's a concept that was passed down to us. Watch this. It's not in the Bible. There's nothing in the Bible that says thou shalt not shack. It is not a sin. It is not a sin. But guess what? It's, hear me carefully. It's going to lead to sin. You notice I didn't say it could lead to sin. It's going to, well, I pray every day. I don't care how much you pray uh, that there is a, there's a temptation that's bigger than your little prayer. The Bible says I'm to flee from sin. So I can't go home to it. No, help me, Lord. So watch this carefully. That you really don't believe that. You really don't believe 
that, well, we can share bills. You do the light bill, I do the water. That's going to help us save money. I don't know if you've ever done it before, but it does not help you save money. Come on, don't sit there all stingy. What's this? It does not help you save money. Watch this. Uh, some of you say, well, it helped us save money, but you are about to lose something else. I can't stay there too long, but, but, but I just, I have to say this. I have to say this. You're under an idea. It's a cultural idea, so we're influenced by our culture, what we know. Watch this. Hear me carefully. Hear me carefully. Many are the plans of a man. We are all influenced by our culture, your dreams, your passions, your ambitions. But watch this. What Solomon is saying is this. But only the purpose of God will prevail. Meaning this. It's only the purposes of God that will last. So if God did not tell you to do and pursue a particular thing, there's a reasonable expectation according to Solomon that what I'm going to do is going to eventually what? Fail. My question to you is this. Everything that you're pursuing right now, the thing that you're so passionate about, did God give that to you? Hear me carefully. Watch this. Watch this. Write this down. Watch this. Talent is what you do good. Passion is what you have a heart to do. Calling is what you have been assigned to do. Many people have centered our lives around what we do good. The culture has taught us to pursue our passion. But everything that I want does not necessarily mean I should pursue. Have you ever been passionate about a person that was the wrong thing for you? Have you ever been in love with a person that's bad for your health? (laughs) Watch this. Calling is what God has purposed you to do. Are y'all with me? Hear me carefully. I know you're on your job. I know you have a college degree. I know you're currently in school for something. Hear me carefully. That may be a talent. That may be a, a passion. But that does not mean it is God's purpose. Understand this, that if you build a house on everything that will perish, if you build your whole family, hear me carefully, let's go a little deeper. If you build your marriage off of what you're passionate about, Kai, y'all missing me. Are y'all paying attention to what I'm saying? If you build your marriage off of what you desire, For example, let me just go here. That many of us should not have gotten married in the time frame that we got married. That many people, many people, get, we get married because of a cultural influence. This is what I'm always going to say. I'm going to preach it until I'm blue in the face. That I think that a lot of us are married to an idea, not a person. That we're married to an idea of love and security and protection, but we stop interviewing the person. We stop looking at 
the character and the nature of a person. Watch this. Uh, most of us don't go to God and say, Lord, is it time for me to date? Is it time for me to get engaged? Is it time? Am I ready? Is this person ready? We don't interview a person. Interviewing mean this. Uh, not just asking them questions, but watching their interactions. Uh, we don't ask who's your family? Where'd you come from? What do you do? What did you used to do? Uh, how many partners have you had? How many people have you slept with? Uh, are you bisexual, trisexual, square sexual? I need to know that when we lay down, uh, I'm not getting a homosexual spirit because you tried something when you were 17 or 18. I need to know who I'm about to walk down the aisle with. Y'all so scary? Watch this. Watch this. Anytime people ask me, anytime I ask in that room, okay, why you get married? And they say, we've been through a lot together. I say, okay. <laughs> Stop right there. You're about to head down the wrong road. I've been through a lot of stuff with a lot of people. That is not the prerequisite for marriage. We're dealing with a culture that's married to, here's the thing, I graduate from college and I look at my friend. Watch this. We're, 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 driven, we're driven to marriage off of wedding pictures. You think more about your dress then you think about how you're going to be a good wife. Are y'all with me? All right, we got to move on. Don't have a lot of time here. Watch this. Watch this. So from, so from purpose, I need to understand kingdom. Write that down. Watch this. The kingdom is not God's love. God's love is God's love. The kingdom is not salvation. The kingdom is not church. This church is not the kingdom. Reading your Bible is not the kingdom. Your prayer service and your choir rehearsals and powerful, watch this, powerful moments in the spirit is not the kingdom. The kingdom of God, write this down class, is the authority of God. It's his rule, his reign, his authority in the earth. Are y'all with me? The kingdom of God is not a denomination. The kingdom of God is his rule, his reign, his authority in the earth. Watch this, Matthew 11 and 12. Matthew 11 and 12. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been subjected to violence and the violent people have been raiding it. In other words, it says the kingdom, the kingdom watch this, the kingdom suffered violence, but the violent Take it by force. Watch this. Let me tell you what Jesus is saying here. He's not saying I need killers. He's not saying I need gangsters. I love when women say this. I want me a man of God who got a thug. 
Watch this. You don't need a thug. You need someone that's violent. You don't need a thug. Security does not, not come from a thug. If that's your path, then God bless you. But watch this. We have to change our culture. We have to change our way of thinking. That you think protection is coming from uh, someone uh, that's a gangster. No, sir. What God is saying, I'm not trying to raise up gangsters and thugs. Uh, if that's your journey, uh, I can use that. Uh, but the mentality of the kingdom is this. Uh, we need people uh, who are aggressive about the things of God. Are y'all with me? So the kingdom of, watch this, the kingdom suffered violence. What it means is, this is what Jesus is saying. What Jesus is saying here is this, that the kingdom of God is made up of people who are aggressive, people who are passionate. Here's what this is teaching me, that many of us cannot be used for the kingdom of God because we're too lazy. Let's break this down. Many of us cannot be used of the, uh, by the kingdom of God, for the kingdom of God, because, watch this, uh, we, are, we are procrastinators. That when God gives, for example, let me speak to the prophetic, that God gives you a prophetic dream. God gives you a prophetic dream in the middle of the night. It's about 3 o'clock in the morning. God gives you a prophetic dream, and the Holy Spirit tells you to get up, write it down, and pray over it. But the reason that God cannot use you is because when God woke you up about your dream, told you to pray over it, told you to get up for 30 minutes, an hour, to write it down, write it down in your journal, and pray over it, you went back to sleep. Oh, yeah, we're working. That many of us, watch this, uh, many of us cannot be used by the kingdom before the kingdom of God uh, is because God is calling you out of the club, but you are addicted to that little, uh, that little fume uh, called hookah and hookah. Many of us are, God wants to use us for the kingdom of God, uh, but we will not, we don't even know how to break up with people. Uh, you know that Negro, God, I'm trying not to preach, I want to teach, uh, but since we're here, uh, you know that person, uh, that girl, that guy, they are absolutely no good. Anytime you talk about about church they say oh yeah that's straight and you know there is something in your spirit that's saying that God there has to be more to him there has to be more to her I want more I need somebody that wants more I need somebody that when I talk about Jesus they get more excited than me I need somebody when I talk about societal issues they get excited people who know how to talk about government people who know how to talk about policies people who know how to talk about change I'm tired of just laughing and joking and hanging out I'm tired of a party and I want purpose. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. God wants to use people who read. God wants to use people who understand money. See, 90% of the people in this room, you need money. But it's about 10% of the people in the room, you understand money. Watch this. Watch this. We, watch this. The kingdom of violence, but the violence is before us. But Jesus is saying, I cannot use people who want to rent. I want to use people who want to own. 
Watch this. What God is saying here, watch this. He said, I cannot use a woman. I cannot use a woman that's so uh, desperate for love and affection and to be touched uh, and affirmation and uh, and self-worth uh, that they compromise their partner's uh, uh, spirituality. Uh, that, that most of us, uh, you will settle for a guy uh, that has a good occupation uh, and you will just use patience uh, for his spirituality. Uh, the devil is a lie. 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 I don't need somebody that has a high occupation but a low spirit percentage I need somebody that's at 150 percent in their spirit and 10 percent occupation what do I mean there's gonna come a time where you may lose your job I need you to know how to pray there's gonna come a time where you may not have money I need you to know how to pray I need you to know how to walk around the house and pray over our kids pray over the walls I need to look at the cabinet and see the crystal almost out why because you didn't use it to smear the whole house with the anointing. Watch this. Be surprised. We have very few people in this room who pray. Hear me carefully. This is how I grew up, Brother Minister. I grew up somebody busting in the door praying loud. Didn't care what time of morning was it. I grew up getting ready for school and passing by the den and seeing mom with her cloth on, her Bible open over her lap and praying. You can't shout on that because you hadn't seen that. But guess what? I have good news. Just because you did not see it does not mean God doesn't want to create it. You got to be your family's intercessors. I dare you to sit there and say, I didn't see that. No, God wants to make you that. High five somebody and say, I'm about to pray. Watch this. So watch this. How I raise my children, how I raise my family is going to be different from how dad dad raised me. You can't tell your children everything, but you can show them everything. Meaning this, I know that mom and dad, they didn't tell us everything. That's called wisdom. But watch this. I've noticed that my father, as I have gotten older, He's watched me long enough to say he can handle certain truths. Did that make sense? Watch this. It's time out for secrets. Let me tell you why it's time out for secrets. Because we don't understand that we pass those things down. And we create chaos and warfare in their minds. You know the warfare that you're under every day? And you're trying to figure out, Lord, I didn't choose this sin. God help me. You're struggling with stuff, and watch this. You can't even locate it. And your mother and your father, they know that they got that, that you got that from your uncle. You got that from them. They won't tell you that when they were 18, they went off to college and they went to a sex house, a sex room. And all we did all night was get high and we slept with everybody. And so now, 25, y'all don't have to pray, but I'm in the Holy Ghost. And 25, 
five years later, my daughter walks up to me and says, I don't like men. You got to be honest and say, you get that from me. But the Holy Ghost is real and begin to pray and plead the blood. And then the blood is identity. You need to know how to access the blood. You need to know how to access worship. You need to know how to pray. Lift your hands and say, God, make me an intercessor. to me listen to me my dad went down with my family tree the men and some of the things that we have an issue with hear me carefully he was able to help me identify why I have specific issues see it's not the issue that's the problem it's no information about the issue See, the problem is, men of God, if all of us went outside and there were 10 men out there waiting to hurt us or kill us, before we go out and charge, we need to send a spy out to be able to say, how big are they? What kind of weapons do they have? Then we can better what? Plan. The issue is not the issue. It's not knowing where it comes from. I know how to pray if I know I got it from my daddy. I know how to pray if it was my uncle and my grandmother. I know how to pray if, watch this, uh, sorcery and witchcraft. Uh, see, the reason that you're drawn to cards and you're drawn to palm readers uh, and you're trying to figure out where that stuff came from uh, is because it's in your lineage somewhere. And the reason that you're drawn to porn and all kind of perversion uh, is because it's in your lineage somewhere. That's not the problem. God can handle the problem. Uh, but you need to figure out the source. Uh, and if you want to better equip your children, uh, you got to be able to tell them uh, that this is what some of your family members have done but you don't have to be like that I plead the blood I pray over you I tell you who you are in God in Christ Jesus this family is a new creation God help me all right all right all right so watch this so watch this so how I approach The next generation has to change because we're about to send them into a war. Be seated real quickly. Watch this. Say the kingdom. The kingdom kingdom suffereth violence, but the violent take it by force. You have to be aggressive. You cannot hear me carefully. Hear me. Somebody listen. Somebody needs to tell us. I don't see this on social media. I don't see it on YouTube. But somebody needs to tell us that if you are a believer and church, and your relationship with God, and your prayer life, and your word life is number five on your priority. You are going to die. Because right now, you're skating by. But there's coming, there's coming a time where all we will have have to grab a hold to is our relationship with God. We have so enjoyed the DNA series and we would love to connect with you. Feel free to download our app by searching the Rama Church of Atlanta and follow us on all of our social media platforms. Thanks for tuning in to the Our Church Podcast.